This is a Civil Beat podcast, and I'm Chad Blair. Joaquin Peter, he goes by Jojo, is now a PhD student at UH Manoa. He's from the islands of the Mortlocks outside Chuk in the Federated States of Micronesia, and one of his big passions in life is radio. You'd think the fact that he is in a wheelchair couldn't really be a problem when all he wants to do is speak in a microphone. Well, think again. As for the fact that he is from Micronesia, he feels like it's another label that he has to fight, especially given how unfairly he feels Micronesians are treated by some in the United States. Jojo Peter. And something I should say about uh, where I said I am from. I am from the Mordlocks. I am from the center of the universe. <laughs> where the Mordlocks is, by the way, everything else is sort of outer island to the Mordlocks. <laughs> I don't really know how to start this, except to talk to you about two vantage points from where I have been operating my life for the past 30 years. I am a Chukis in Hawaii. I am also a disabled person by definition and category of which I have no choice and none of which is my own making. At 35 years being a person in a wheelchair, but also for the last few years being a Micronesian in Hawaii. We are advocates, and by nature, our role is to knock people out of their comfort zone, to let them know that there's something that they're missing, that I, as a disabled person, labeled disabled, has to deal with a lot of things that a lot of people don't have to deal with. I remember when I was at the University of Guam being very interested in radio. I worked very hard to be a radio DJ. I developed a character which I thought was sellable on the larger Guam market. So I remember sending all of my recordings and my voiceovers to other radio stations in Guam. I got a lot of calls back, especially from one of my favorite radio stations. The manager called me back and said, I think you will be a great addition to our radio program. Please come down for an interview. And I did. He walked in and asked his secretary, said, I have that one o'clock appointment. And she pointed to me. I could see the look on his face and that anything that I did that was so good and so right on that uh, tape just went out the window. And he proceeded to tell me as to why I would not have that radio job, that they had already offered it to somebody, which was a lie. But I took that and I went on to the next radio station looking for my job. And I was lucky enough to work as a radio DJ in the middle of the night, and I have to tell you, I was the happiest and most effective DJ at three o'clock in the morning, and I had quite a following of nurses, (laughs) gas station assistants, and lonely military housewives. (laughs) As a person with a quote-unquote disability, you know how hard you work, and you know what you can do as a person, and you know that you can contribute, and you have contributed. People will always say, oh, But that's Jojo. He's different. Because people really don't think that a person with disability is a person that can work hard and achieve and contribute. That label sticks with you. Now, the way am I bringing this up? I'm also a Chukis in Hawaii. I'm part of a group that has been fighting for a long time. We are residents of Hawaii. We contribute. We pay tax. We are people like Shelton, who's a doctor. We are people like the Yapis guy who runs a software company, or the other Yapis guy who runs his own landscape company. We are so many more than what is out there in the public and what has been held up by all those racist remarks. No matter how hard we work, 
the picture will always paint us as those people who are trying to leech off the system, when in fact we are the largest group in the homeless population, when in fact we are a group of people that is working so hard in this community to contribute. So how much more can we do? Our young people are working so hard preparing for an upcoming enrollment in the Affordable Care Act. The state of Hawaii and the federal government has decided to exclude our population based on our citizenship alone for a program that we continue to pay into. So we are working very hard to subsidize everybody else's health care but our own. Is everybody wants to believe that we are continue to leaving off and mooching off a system that is so wrong in the way that it treats us. I'm asking you, please, I am not so worried about the crazy guy who posts the racist message on the internet or the person who spray paints a graffiti on a Micronesian-owned company and say, return my taxes, as if we are not tax-paying residents. I am more concerned about our leaders who continue to ignore their own principles. We have already paid for this through our land rights, air rights, water rights, to make America strong, to pay for the national security, which everyone enjoys. And what do we get? We get the same treatment, the same misunderstanding. So how much more do we need to pay for this? I'm asking you, please do the right thing. Do not continue to use those misunderstanding labels, like the ones that have labeled me as a person with a disability and ignore my contribution to society, and those who continue to label my people and the people of Micronesia as people who are nothing more than leeches to the community. I'm sorry, thank you very much. For more on Micronesia and the exodus of people from their island homes, read our series at civilbeat.com. This podcast was produced by Christelle Bosu-Rajiz.